we're in a rush to get to where we're going. And that is one of the reasons why we stay stuck. We're always chasing that number on the scale, not even thinking about maintenance. And actually, I never thought about maintenance. I think this is a very common mistake that women make, not even knowing that this is a mistake. And I know I did. So when I calculated my weight loss calories, it was I never never even thought about maintenance. Like, why would I even consider maintenance? I don't want to stay at this weight. I want to lose weight. And so we get stuck on that number. And then we think that we just have to stay at that number forever. And so this is the heart of chronically dieting where we just stay at these low calories forever and we never come out of that. This is Mastering Menopause. By using fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and mindset, you can master your hormones and get your body back. I'm Kathy Cote with Catalyst Fitness and Nutrition. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Mastering Menopause. So we are still talking about menopause and macros. Today, we're going to be talking about how to set your macros based on your goals, whether that's health and hormone optimization, fat loss, body recomp, or building muscle. So last week, we talked about, and the week before, we talked about what are macros, why is this important in menopause, how is each one of the macros important, and how to determine and then set those macros. And so today, I'm going to go over the different phases. And the first one that I want to start off with is, first of all, let's see what is your goal. And um, no matter what, we want to make sure that we have those maintenance calories. So if you haven't done it, you can go online to use my calorie calculator to get your maintenance, because that's where everything is going to be based on. We need to know that maintenance number. And like I said last week, when you get that number, you do not hang your hat on this number. We have to verify that this is actually your true maintenance. And so when you get that number, now you're going to need to track for as accurately as you can for 10 to 14 days and see what happened to your weight. So if you're truly at maintenance calories, then you shouldn't gain weight or lose weight. Now, if you're not used to eating this these many calories as your maintenance is, then and you might gain weight in the initial like two to three days just because maybe we're having more carbs than usual or maybe we're having different foods because we're trying to hit those numbers. So you don't want to base it off of the first two or three days. We want to give it that 10 to 14 days and then assess what happened. And if you lost weight, then that the number needs to be higher. If you gained weight, then maybe we need to lower that number a little bit. The first thing is just to verify that is actually your maintenance calories and and then go from there. I recommend that everybody start in a health phase. And this is going to be to optimize your hormones. So health and hormone optimization. And everybody wants to go straight into that fat loss phase, but that's not going to be to your advantage, especially if you have been spending a long period of time dieting or if you have any kind of hormone issues. I know people want to go straight to that fat loss phase, but argue, this is arguably the most important phase of all to set yourself up, to increase your metabolism, to make sure that everything is running properly. I talked 
talked earlier about in the past episodes about digestion, libido, about moods, about energy. And so this is about optimizing your health and your hormones so that you can then have an effective fat loss phase. And it's important that you do spend some time here. Do not rush it and don't try to shortchange it because this is really going to set you up for an effective fat loss phase if that's what you're trying to do. Think that we're in a rush to get to where we're going. And that is one of the reasons why we stay stuck. We're always chasing that number on the scale, not even thinking about maintenance. And actually, I never thought about maintenance. (laughs) I think this is a very common mistake that women make, not even knowing that this is a mistake. And I know I did. So when I calculated my weight loss calories, it was I never never even thought about maintenance. Like, why would I even consider maintenance? I don't want to stay at this weight. I want to lose weight. And so we get stuck on that number. And then we think that we just have to stay at that number forever. And so this is the heart of chronically dieting where we just stay at these low calories forever and we never come out of that. So that is what this maintenance phase is. We've already set your maintenance, right? And you've verified that. And just to give you an example of what a maintenance phase might look like is we'll take like a 55-year-old woman who's 150 pounds and uh, moderately active. And so I, like I've always said, uh, most women's average maintenance calories are anywhere from 1,800 to 2,200 calories. Obviously, if you are shorter, then you're going to have less calories. If you are taller, then you're going to need more calories. But we're just going to base this off of an average. And so for that, for this um, particular uh, scenario, we're looking at about, let's say, 18... 1850 for calories. So that is going to be 150 grams of protein because that's one gram of protein per pound of body weight. We are going to be having 155 grams of carbs. That's what we need for energy. And then we're going to have 70 grams of fat. Now I told you, we do not want to go below 45 grams of fat. And it is to your advantage to actually go a little bit higher fat when you are in a maintenance phase. So So, you know, we don't want to, this is balanced. This is balanced macros, right? This is going to be 30 to 35% protein, 30 to 35% carbs, 30 to 35% fat. So this is going to be ideal for maintenance and to improve your hormone and and health and, and optimize all of that. So I highly recommend that you stay in a maintenance phase for at least eight weeks to to get everything back to a status quo. Your body loves that status quo, and you will reap the benefits of the health and hormone optimization when you spend some time in that maintenance period. Now, the next one, now we have set yourself up for an effective fat loss phase, and so I like to call it fat loss rather than weight loss. And so the difference between fat loss and weight loss is with weight loss, we are just trying to lose weight as quick as possible. And so that is usually going to involve some kind of a diet that is going to be very aggressive, aggressively cutting calories. This is a suck fest. This is, you are going to be cutting calories too low, which will leave your, it's going to leave 
lead to binges on the weekends, right? If we get too aggressive with that calorie cut at the beginning, then you're setting yourself up to just fall off the wagon. And so this is why I always recommend that we don't try to do this as fast as possible. So if we if we are chasing fat loss, which basically is going to you want to maintain the muscle that you have on your body and just take off the lumpy, bumpy stuff. And so we can do this in a slower manner, focusing on fat loss and making sure we're holding on to that muscle. When we're chasing weight loss in a number on the scale, then the weight that you lose when you do this in an aggressive fashion is going to be not just fat, it's also going to be muscle. And now, yes, we weigh less, but we don't, that's not necessarily the look that you're going for if you are trying to look toned and have some muscles. So now we just have less of everything and we're not going to be able to maintain that. And so usually when you get off of an aggressive diet like that, then we start to see we definitely see the weight comes back on. But unfortunately, you have lost fat and you've lost muscle, but the weight that you gain back from that rebound is going to be all fat. And now you have put yourself into a completely different, uh, a higher fat range. And now we're just making things harder. Trust me, ladies, you want to focus on fat loss. We want to make sure that we are retaining our shape underneath there, maybe even building a little bit of muscle. We'll talk about that in the next phase. but. This is just going to look different, right? We're, we're going to be a smaller package. We're just going to have less fat on your body. So the way to set your macros up for a fat loss phase is to take 300 calories away from your maintenance. I told you it was going to be important to have that, ma- that maintenance number. So this is why. So we want to take away 300 calories away from your maintenance number. We are going to keep protein right where it is. We're not touching the protein. And then we're going to bring down the fat a little bit. And then we're going to bring the rest down from carbs. So predominantly, the calories are going to come from carbohydrates, and then the the rest of the calories are going to come from fats. And we do not, we want to make sure that we don't go under 45 grams of fat. But I would say keeping the protein where it's at, and then probably taking away like 100 calories from the fat and then 200 calories away from the carbs. And then just see what happens in two weeks. If we're losing, if we lose a pound in two weeks, then you're doing awesome. And you're, you're probably thinking, wait a minute, no, that's not fast enough. My fitness pal will, will, I can set it to lose two pounds a week. And that's what I'm talking about. That is a thousand calorie deficit. That is not a moderate deficit. That is a, an aggressive deficit. And so this is why I recommend a moderate calorie deficit. Now let's look at the data. Let's reassess. Were we successful? Then stay stay there. If not, then you still have some wiggle room to take away more calories. So then I would take away 400 the next week. And then if that still isn't working, then go to 500 calories. And then we also have to think like, how are we logging, right? Are we being accurate? So when you go into a moderate um, calorie deficit, it's going to be way easier and way more enjoyable. You're still going to be able to have a cookie or a glass of wine or any kind of snacks or treats like that. So it's a lot more enjoyable to lose it in this kind of manner so you don't feel like you're missing out. So this is why I recommend a moderate fat loss deficit. The next one that we're going to be talking about, this one is my favorite. (laughs) This is recomp and building muscle. And 
It's just a little bit different from the fat loss phase only because we are definitely prioritizing that lean muscle, but we are also not going necessarily into a deficit. So this is maintenance. But what we're going to do is leverage, if we're trying to build a little bit more muscle, we're going to actually increase the protein a little bit, and then we're going to decrease the fat a little bit. So I would say for that 150-pound woman who is trying to do body recomp, I think for her, what that's going to look like is 1875 for calories. That's 170 grams of protein I would recommend. This is 175 grams of carbs and 55 grams of fat. So this is actually very similar to what I have for my calories. So um, I'm on maintenance and I can maintain right around 1900. So this is really similar to, to what I follow. And I think that the mistake that women make is never even entertaining the thought, again, of maintenance, right, or trying to actually build muscle. And you can, you absolutely can build and lose fat at the same time when you are in a deficit. Now, we need to be weight trading, right? This is definitely three to four days a week working out at least 35, 45 minutes in those workouts, making sure we have enough carbs to feel that performance in the gym. That's why we aren't going into a deficit and you can have you can have significant body composition changes here in this phase. So that's why I love this phase. I don't love dieting at all. Um, I hate tracing fat loss. Um, I, I would rather maintain or build muscle. And so I think it's if you're trying to achieve a toned low, sorry, a toned look that this is where women go wrong. They're just always focusing on that fat loss and trying to chase that number on the scale. And we don't, we're, we don't stay in this into a maintenance phase. And this is where we start to see women who they say, oh, I can't have carbs or there's no way I could eat that much food. And when I hear that, it's sad. It drives me crazy. What do you mean you can't eat 1800 calories? What do you mean you can't eat 2000 calories? That's not, it's not a, a lot of food. So when you're not used to it, yeah, absolutely it is. But then we start to get afraid of carbs. We start to be afraid of food and saying, oh, I just could never eat that much. It's really not that much. I love food. So <laughs> the more calories that I can eat, the better. So again, we're, we are always rushing to go straight into a fat loss phase, chasing the number on the scale, and we just stay stuck in the diet for far too long. And then we're just never going to see those body composition changes that we're actually looking for. If you're looking for a toned look, then this is the phase that you should be focusing on unless you have a significant amount of weight to lose. Then of course you would go into a fat loss phase, but I think maintenance is where it's at for sure. It allows you to have the foods that you enjoy for sure and not necessarily be restricting yourself. And then to add on to that, if you're looking to actively build muscle, this is a phase that I highly enjoy. And I will be doing that starting, let's see, so 
I like to do it through the holidays, but I also like to kick it off with my birthday week. <laughs> so November 8th is my birthday. And so I will start going into a build phase where I'm actually in a surplus. So you can go into a surplus of 100 to 300 calories. I know women don't tend to want to do like a 500 calorie surplus. And so that is going to be a slower rate of muscle gain. Yes, you are going to gain a little fat with that increase in the calories. This is why you you would need to be super mindful and really dial in that nutrition. Same with the with the body composition phase, right? You want to really make sure that we're getting those numbers pretty much every single day. It does not, again, have to be exact, but within the range, right? We want to hit those numbers. And uh, same with, this isn't a free-for-all, right? People hear build and, oh, I just, I'm just going to eat a bunch of calories, right? It really has to be done in a regimented manner is what I'm trying to say. So in a build phase, then we're just going to increase carbs um, and maybe a little bit of fats to bring that in. We're definitely leveraging that protein and we have those workouts, but this is where we're going to put those carbs to work and the protein to work to really build that muscle and try to keep the fat to a minimum. And then, ladies, if you spend time in this build phase, then when it's time to go into a cut, it is going to be so much easier. It is going to come off so much faster. And guess what? Because you've built your calories up to a higher level, now we don't have to get as aggressive with a cut. And so it is a win. Uh, I know that it seems scary, but once I wrapped my head around this and have actually done a few rounds of this, it has become like, it's just the way it's so much easier than always stressing about trying to lose weight and trying to be this lighter number on the scale by always restricting. It's where it's at, I got to tell you. All right, so that is how you're going to set up all those phases. I, I hope that this has helped you. And I think next time that we talk, we're going to be wrapping up this little series. And I want to talk about some tips to get you away from playing macros Tetris, right? Always being on your phone, try and stressing out about tracking these numbers. I, I have a strategy. I call it my set it and forget it strategy. And I am going to share that with you next. So make sure that you tune in. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.